0: Cosmic Canvas Studio presents. We're so bad at adventuring. We're really not very good at it all.
1: Well, that was nice catching up with Miriam.
2: Yeah, and helping her get professional help was kind of you, Bob. I would have never thought to have done that.
1: That's because you suck! Now, enough with the ham handed after school specials. Let's get back to doing what we do best! Wondering what the hell we were doing just before we got sidetracked!
2: Oh, oh, I, I know this. Um, something about t- turtles? Were we helping them migrate?
1: That does sound like something we
2: would do. No, no, I remember. We had just rescued Merriam, freed all of those people trapped in chains, and then we dropped off by a pawn shop to sell those magical chains. And now we're storming back to Camp Betterself to beat the better bit of hell out of Mr. Betterself himself. Better. Nice! And uh,
1: how do we get out of the dungeon?
2: Bob, no one likes exposition.
1: Onward! Tallyho!
2: Excuse me. You two can't enter the camp without tickets. Oh, but we have tickets. In the form of my sopping with children's spellbook with most of the pages stuck together. And Bob's spear that somehow stuck to his helmet. I will
1: figure a way out of this predicament!
2: Man can rip a door off its hinges, but can't get some gum stuck to a spear off of his helmet. Life's a mystery that never seems
3: to stop disappointing. Right... No tickets, no entry. Them's the rules.
2: Well, What if we just walk right past you, hmm? You evil employer, train you for that? Yep. Oh! I see you just pulled an alarm. And I'm assuming that doesn't mean
3: we're lucky winners, does it? Nope. Our security is here to savagely beat you! Finally! A monster! What? How am I a monster? I'm a gainfully employed man trying to keep people from breaking in to private property.
2: You're not a monster because you're an ogre. You're a monster because you were protecting an evil man from letting us just waltz in, wreck up the place, take whatever we can stuff into our pockets, beat up a man in a top hat, and then leaves before the local guards can
1: arrive. In the name of
3: justice. Yeah, I'm not gonna let you two do any of those things.
1: Then it's an old-fashioned square-off. You versus me. And then also Thornwick. Ogres are
2: immune to magic, so, so I'm just sitting out this fight. Just gonna get some moderately
1: priced medieval popcorn here and then sit down and watch the show. Ah, crap! <laughs> 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 you forget that I've had the most intense training known to man. By wearing those heavy chains for like 45 minutes, I have bolstered my natural agility. Watch as I duck and weave! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 right in the ribs. Ouch! You okay, champ? Use a spell on me, Thormic. Don't just give up immediately. All right.
2: I have a ton of buff spells in this book. Maybe I shouldn't have gotten in line. Because it's a long one, too. Help! I am helping Bob by ordering enough snacks for the both of us. But I can do both. Um, here's a spell. <clears> hmm. <throat> Ancient power of the goat. Go make more totally float,
1: float. <laughs> I'm flying!
2: Oh wait, I think that was a prank spell.
1: Ah, now he's hitting me like a free-floating balloon! Ah!
3: (laughs) And they said I was crazy to follow my dreams.
2: Hang in there. Okay, here's a good spell. Wait, no, that'll kill him instantly. You know, Bob, I I appreciate the thoughtfulness of this gift, but most of these spells don't don't really have anything for complex adventuring situations. Like when you're just floating there, getting the ever-loving stuffing beat out of you like a piñata.
1: Alright, fine! My turn to play! Flying Ogre Beating Stick Grab Maneuver! Hey, let go! Ha <laughs> Never! I'll never let go of this giant club! Wait, why are you rotating the club so that now I'm upside down, clearly facing the ground? And raising the club way over your head! And then rapidly lowering it? Said... Oh, I get it. Hey, ya your popcorn, sir? Thanks, Bob. Are you winning? Yes, Mom. I'll do extra chores today, because I'm a good boy who will never fight ogres. I think this fellow's all tuckered out.
3: You ready to fight now, skinny one?
2: Wait, why can't you just keep wailing on Bob? He's good for the beatings. It's like his regular job.
3: It stopped being fun after he stopped speaking in complete sentences. You, on the other hand, seem to have an excellent vocabulary, and I'm going to beat each fancy word out of you. Wait, wait! What? Do you want some popcorn? You think that'll save your life? It's pretty good. I I really shouldn't. I'm on a diet.
1: Oh no, popcorn has like no
3: calories. Is that true?
1: That's not true! Popcorn has loads of calories from butter! Ew,
2: I didn't put butter on this. That's disgusting.
1: What kind of sick freak doesn't put butter on popcorn? I know, right? Smack him! Beat him down!
3: Oh, I'm gonna... I'm gonna hit you so hard. Wait, wait, wait. What?
2: Let let me just finish real quick. This popcorn was not cheap.
3: You done? Almost. Why are you taking so long to eat popcorn? I know, right?
1: I normally demolish an entire bucket before the play even starts.
3: Yeah, and when you're a big guy, you can't just get up real quick to get more. You gotta just sit there and wait till intermission.
1: Oh, I have the same problem. Not because of my immense size and stature like you, but because I'm usually trying to avoid being noticed by the guys who check for tickets. (laughs) Hold on.
3: Now then, let's fight. You seem oddly excited to fight me now.
1: Well,
2: you see, that wasn't any kind of regular popcorn, but invincibility popcorn. It makes your skin hard as diamonds. You can't
3: hurt me, and so you shouldn't even try. That sounds like a lie. No way, look at the sign. Oh, those words are so small. Let me get closer. Nope, it just says popcorn for 15 gold pieces. Holy crap, I should be beating up this vendor for prices that are clearly robbery. Wait a second. Where'd they go?
1: Quickly, Bob, this way! I'm limping as fast as I can! See you later, sucker!
3: Hey, boss! We found them!
1: Ah, crap! We're surrounded! There's like
3: three of them! How can this Mr. Betasel afford so much security? Right? It's insane! Alright. Now that we've surrounded you, the only proper thing to do would be to raise your hands, close your eyes, and just let us club you to death with little to no resistance. Wait! What? How much are you guys getting paid? It's against the law to discuss salary.
2: No, it's not. Employers just tell you that so you won't discuss
3: wage disparity. No way! It's true! They just don't want you unionizing! Fine. I make ten gold an hour. Wait, you get paid that much? I'm getting paid two gold a week. Well, there's
2: only one way to settle this price fiasco. Unionize! Fight each other. Last man standing gets
3: a raise. I have seniority. I should get paid more. I shouldn't have to justify my salary to either of you.
2: Quick, we better go while they're arguing about being paid.
1: Wait, if they just revealed their incredibly small salaries, what if we just pay them to fight for us? all right Right, that's a way better
2: idea. Oh, ogres, do you hear the jingling of this coin purse?
1: Yeah? If you can take us safely to Mr. Better Self's lair, we'll give you all of these coins.
3: Ha, <laughs> you think my loyalty is worth... hmm, what's in there?
2: Um, let's see, factoring all of your salaries together, I think we have a thousand years worth of work in this bag, minimum.
3: I don't know if that's depressing or exciting, but I'm sold. <laughs> Looks like I'm a contractor now, Ma.
1: Dude! What? Why didn't we think about this earlier? Why do we spend all of our money on magic items and gear when we could just hire goons to rough people up for us? That's
2: a really good point. I never once considered it. When you factor in that a mere healing potion costs 50 gold, I- Fifty gold is literally a fortune for an entire family of
1: farmers.
2: We could easily have a small army
1: just following us around,
2: doing whatever we wanted.
1: I could have people just laugh at my jokes, on the extremely offhand chance that they aren't funny.
2: I could have a single man dedicated to peeling potatoes
1: for me, even when I'm not hungry. Why have we never thought of this? Literally, all of our problems could be solved just by hiring tons of people to follow us around. Locked door? Eight people to battering ram it.
2: Monster chasing after us? Nine hundred people to all yell boo and scare it off.
1: A small kingdom won't let us in? Twenty thousand armed men and women to break down the gates and plunder! Until they acquiesce to our demands. The potential
2: is unlimited, and there is no downside.
3: Not a single one. Hey, so me and the team did some talking, and we realized that rather than work for you, it'll be easier to rough you both up and then take your gold. You know, since we outnumber you in terms of strength and manpower. Oh. Well, that's an immediate downside. Oh.
1: Ow.
4: Ah. Oh.
1: Well, we got rid of the guards. Indeed,
2: we did.
1: Hooray for our quick thinking and uh, newfound status as poor suckers.
2: Bob, I wish there was some kind of place we could put all of our gold so that we wouldn't lose it almost immediately.
1: You mean like a bank? I was thinking of some kind of large,
2: terrifying labyrinth full of monsters, you know, to keep random people from just taking whatever they want.
1: Well, we'd need traps too, because sometimes monsters get sleepy, and we definitely need 24-7 security. Exactly.
2: So we just make a big building full of traps and monsters, maybe even a puzzle or two, to hide our extra valuable treasure behind.
1: This sounds foolproof. Exactly.
2: And best of all, since this plan involves buying real estate, it's a solid investment.
1: The price of housing
2: can only go up.
1: You can't make more land! Not
2: without a cast at magics, you can't! Let's call this place something spooky, too, to keep people out. Like the horrible pit of terrible doom? Classic. Yet catchy. I like it. Wait! Over there! I see a house! Finally! We can get our revenge! Hmm. Now where could Mr. BetterSelf possibly be hiding?
1: Well, that mansion in front of us with the 90-foot-high wall and the gargoyle guards can't possibly be where he lives. Maybe he lives in a small, modest shack behind the house. Let's check! Now, nope,
2: looking around it, I don't see any other houses. But BetterSelf's system involved giving up all personal possessions.
1: But you do that in order to gain even more in the end. So maybe since he was successful with his system, he got a house literally made out of solid gold. Ugh.
2: You'd think that with all the wisdom he attained, he would have a better choice of his lawn decorations. I mean, plastic flamingos. Disgusting.
1: So what's the plan? We get in there and do what exactly? We'll have to fight him.
2: But it won't be easy. Those life-taking chains don't just drain all of your life force, they transfer it somewhere else. And basic bad guy logic
1: would dictate that better self is transferring that power to him. Leeching off the wealth and health of his supporters? Gee, is this guy running for office anytime soon? Ah, oh,
2: that's a great one, Bob. I mean, no one in the history of ever has compared parasites to politicians. Really? No, Bob, it's one of the oldest jokes out there.
1: Ah, But that still doesn't mean it's not funny. Why are you sending me all these mixed messages about my joke? Well, frankly, because I'm trying to delay coming up with a plan. Because you're afraid to
2: go in there? No, because I have no clue what to do. Those gates are tall and definitely shielded from my magic. It probably has more ogres working in there, and we don't have money to bribe them.
1: Well, just throwing this out there, why not just turn around and go back to the main quest. We freed the trapped people, helped Miriam, and tore out most of the metal in the dungeon to sell for scrap. So, I mean, this wasn't a total loss.
2: That is an idea. And bailing on stuff that's too hard is kind of our thing. Why change now? But uh, I I just get this feeling like... Like we can't just let Mr. Better Self get away with what he did to us. And all of those people. I mean, it might be our responsibility to sit down with him, look him in the eye, tell him what he did was wrong, and then violently extract our revenge upon him, because if we don't do that, who will? You can't take all the world's problems on your shoulder, pal. No, but this isn't all the world's problems, just one big problem that hurt us and hurt one of our friends slash former enemies.
1: True. And at the very least, I'm willing to bet those solid gold walls would pry right off with the help of a crowbar. Exactly! And we can use those
2: walls to fund our new underground treasure protectorium experience.
1: Alright, I'm in. But, um, all this pontificating doesn't seem to solve the problem of getting past these walls.
2: Right? I was hoping that while I was yammering, the guy would come out for a walk, alone, unarmed, and also blindfolded. That'd make jumping him way easier. Hmm. I've got it now. But you didn't even ask what it was. Did it involve catapults, cannons, and all being fired out of something into the house?
1: Before I answer, I'd like to know what you would define as a catapult. <laughs> This spell is incredible! I know, right? Dandelion flight is incredible. He'll never suspect that two dandelions floating on the wind are actually heavily armed and extremely unstable adventurers with a grudge. Let the wind carry us through the window.
0: Cindy, the day is just so beautiful. I think I'll open the window.
1: Oh, thank goodness he opened the window.
2: Right, if he hadn't, we would have just gently bounced against it, and then immediately reverted back to our true form.
1: We really should have checked that a window was open before you cast a spell.
2: To be fair, I had assumed we'd end up breaking through the wall, regardless of what I did. Okay, he's opening it. Glide, glide, in dandelion disguise.
4: Whee! Sir, you've got two interviews tomorrow, and the king wants you to consult with him on Friday.
0: <laughs> Everyone wants a slice of Mr. Better Self. <laughs> you've got that right.
1: And there's not going to be enough of you to go around when we're done carving you up with these steak knives that I found lying on the side of the road earlier.
2: Bob, I told you to put those back where you found them.
0: No way! Carvey and Cuddy are here to stay! Oh crap! How did you two escape my dungeon? The life trainer in high-yield underground savings-atorium is inescapable.
2: We kind of just glanced past that ourselves.
0: But we're here for revenge.
4: Mr. Butterself, do you want me to call security?
0: No, Cindy.
1: I can handle these two myself. Leave us, if you will. But, uh, between you and me, if you want to get a head start on looting your former employer's house, go for it.
2: And remember the three S's of robbing the Ridge. Silver, socks full of cash, and swear he was like that when you
0: found him.
4: You sure you don't want me to call security?
0: Mr. BetterSelf can take better care of himself than paid thugs can. Leave us now, and put that candle holder back down. Sorry, sir. Now then, gentlemen, have a seat.
1: Would you like some fine whiskey? No! We're here to mess you up! Then drink your whiskey! And not necessarily in that holder. Yeah, pass it over here! Glug, 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 glug. Fellas,
0: you probably have a lot of questions.
1: Not at all. Yeah! I mean, it's clear you're a bad guy who locks people in closets for hours at a time. And that
2: justifies the spontaneous elective knee surgery we're going to be giving you. How
0: about, instead of fighting me, you worked with me? What? Never.
2: But I guess we should hear you out about your generous benefits package. And paid vacation policies.
1: It is rude to preemptively reject the evil seduction speech. But
2: just so you know, I was the chosen one once, and I could have literally burned down the entire world for funsies, and it didn't. But like, he barely didn't. Frankly, if the power of friendship hadn't interfered, I would have just absolutely ruined the world.
1: He's the kind of guy who has big ambitions, but no clue what to do when he's finally in charge. I mean, ruling the world. What
2: the hell do I know about effective management strategies that probably cause a
0: famine,
2: while apologizing profusely?
0: Uh Uh-huh. Anyway, you've probably figured out that the Better Self system is good for one and only one person, Mr. Better Self. But I've been working on a little franchise system of my own. I call it Better Self's Better Buddies. See, this system I've designed... It taps right into the human psyche. It offers anything you want,
1: and more. That is true. In one of those posters, a guy had a robo, and I've always wanted to sink one of those. That's because I offer it all, friends. If you're vain, I
0: appeal to your material needs. Like me! And if you're religious, I work in my faith angle, too. Oh, that's what's called my eye. And of course, I throw in a mixture of crappy pop psychology combined with a poor understanding of how dopamine actually works. This system allows me to appeal to the nature of those who are desperately searching for something. Just like
2: Miriam.
0: Ah, Miss Miriam Tren. Oh, how she was looking for something to cure her. Anything to help. It's too bad you set her free. The suffering ones tend to buy the most books. How can you be so cruel to take advantage of all of those people? Everyone's taking advantage of someone. You can be at the bottom or the top. It's a simple fact of life. And speaking of crawling your way to the top, I've got a little opportunity for you two. In exchange for your silence about my little schemes and scams, I'll happily give you two draining dungeons of your own to run. How does that sound? I...
2: I wasn't joking
0: when I was saying I was the chosen one.
1: Yeah, while that might have sounded like a steady stream of gibberish, he literally had a flaming lion totally ready to go sick house on everyone. Itharmic just snapped his fingers!
2: I didn't come to the valley for riches. I came here to find something more.
1: Yeah, and I make myself plenty miserable without the need for some other jerk to add to the pile of self-loathing. And besides, I don't want to lie to everyone. That's mean. It's all lies out there, pal.
2: You don't
0: really believe in any of this faith stuff, do you? Mr. Better Self believes in a better self for him, and he can provide a better self for you, too. Yeah, an hour ago, we
2: were literally being chained and drained by you, so no thanks.
0: Seriously, do you take us for chumps? You drank my whiskey, didn't you? Isn't that one of the things my book warned against? Drinking is a sin, isn't it? Oh, wait. You didn't purchase Mr. Betterself's 192 rules for better living.
3: Uh,
1: Bob, I feel woozy. <laughs> you think a little bit of poison booze, can? You'd think he'd have
2: some tolerance to poison, but he drank almost the entire
0: decanter. Uh,
3: uh...
0: Now that your meat shield is gone and it's just us gentlemen, don't you want a little bit more? Come now, Thornwick. What do you want? Money? Power? Mountains of cocaine? Oh, so dizzy. I wouldn't try to stand and walk around, pal. No. I'm... Thornwick, a dropout
2: of the Lone Tower, a wizard of the Mediocrist Regard, and a newfound follower of Calivar. I will never give in to your evil ways. Besides, I kind of have everything I want. Wait, what? Why do you sound so surprised? I, I have a spellbook that uses short words I can understand, a best friend who stands by me, A newfound faith that's guiding me to discover a part of myself I never knew possible. I think that's everything I could possibly want. Maybe it's all I need. I mean, would I like some more money? Sure. Would I be happy to not be dying from whiskey poison right now? Absolutely. But I, I think I have everything I could need right now.
0: Hmm. Or maybe, just maybe... Your imagination is so limited that you don't really know what you want until someone wiser, smarter, and handsomer tells you you want it? No. Uh, that that's not it at all. Well, I definitely can't kill you now. A fulfilled person is a rare catch for my kind, but their life force tastes even sweeter. Cindy, bring the life-draining chains. Extra strength this time, and make sure they're butterproof. Come on, Thornwick. You can do this. And the big one? I better just kill him before he wakes up. The Blade of Girillix will do nicely. You know, I bought it at an auction. Cost me a small fortune. Had to write a whole book just to make the down payment. Come on. I, I know the right spell here
2: Ancient Power of the Pure, give Bob
0: now the Poison Cure! <laughs>
1: I did it, Thornwick. I traveled through the nine sacred dream passages to return to the world of the waking. Oh crap! How? How? How did you wake him back up?
2: You think this is the first time I've had to fix a poisoned Bob? He drinks anything he can get his hands on.
1: No child lock can stop Bob. Uh, stay back. I'm armed
0: and dangerous. <laughs> yeah, no. Ouch! Right in the wrist. Ah, you might
2: be a manipulative jerk, but you underestimated my power to manipulate the fabric of reality to get Bob awake so he can do all the work while I just hang back and read a magazine. How did the poison not affect you? Actually, Bob drank all of it before I could even get a sip. I was just woozy from malnutrition.
4: Sir, I have the chains. Change that
2: order, Cindy. Bring us some multivitamin. To share. No! Wait, what? I was not kidding about being woozy.
1: I can't believe it. That multivitamins are mostly a scam pushed by the increasingly crowded supplement market? No,
2: that we actually defeated and captured two separate villains, with only minimal life-threatening injuries. I gotta admit, this does
1: feel pretty good.
2: Not only did we unhorse this man from his reign of terror and freed his victims, we also learned a valuable lesson.
1: Yeah, just because he has a publishing credit doesn't mean you should take medical and or life advice from him.
2: And you should probably look at how gold-plated a man's house is before you buy his book on how to have a better life. Chances are, he got the house from the book
1: sales. Shut up, you! Uh, a good lesson for all of us to learn.
4: Okay, Cindy, we good? Turn the catapult a little more to the west. Aim upwards by ten more degrees.
1: How about now?
4: Trajectory is set. Point of impact is the prison of self-righteous jackasses and unlicensed scamologists. Perfect.
1: Oh, settle down. You're wearing the boots of barely surviving impact. You'll be fine. Ah,
2: it feels so good to be the good guy.
1: Right? Like, for once, we're doing the right thing, and it feels amazing. So amazing.
2: I could get used to always
1: taking the high ground. Fire on my mark. In position. (laughs) Any last words before we catapult you right into prison? You can't do this. It's a crime to shoot a man out of a catapult. Not in the valley, it ain't. But, But even if I do land
0: inside of that prison, they won't just arrest me. Prisons don't work like that at all. Oh, they'll
2: arrest you you're committing two very special crimes in Nuria.
1: Crime number one, being in Nuria while not having friendship. And number two,
2: Nuria is one of the few places where breaking into prison is illegal.
1: Punishable up to a million years in prison.
2: More than enough time to make up for all of the life you've drained. Literally. Those chains make you live longer, so this
0: is really the ideal situation. In what universe is tying a flailing, unarmed man to a creaky, hastily constructed catapult and firing him into a prison an ideal solution? Well, this one, clearly. Duh! Please! Mercy! Mercy! I can't go to prison without some kind of scandal that will boost my backlog sales!
2: Tell you what, let's make a deal.
0: Deals, yes, of course, a deal. If you can
2: really want it hard enough, just really try with all your might to break free of the Bobapult. Then we'll let you go.
1: But I can't. You've locked me in here tightly. I can't even move my hands. Can't? Can't? You know what that sounds like, Thornwick? It sounds like it's
2: no one else's fault except for Y-O-U. How's that for ironic justice? Cindy, you can have the honors.
4: Sir, consider this my two weeks' notice. No!
1: (laughs) Ha ha, look at him go!
4: Right on target.
1: You okay, Thornwick? What's wrong?
2: I'm not sure. We defeated him send him to prison, but something in me feels empty, like there's something missing deep within
1: We were justified in doing this. He can't hurt anyone in prison, once he learns to walk again, that is.
2: I know, but I just don't feel quite right, like I'm forgetting something important.
4: Everyone start looting! That's
1: what it was. Quick, Bob, grab everything you can and let's hightail it. (laughs) Haha! A perfect ending to a classic dungeon crawl! Thanks for listening to this week's episode of We're So Bad at Adventuring, a proud member of the Block Party Podcast Network. Tune in next week for more magic, monsters, and hijinks.